Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. Skiz, I am confident we are going to crush this podcast right now. Ooh, I'm not feeling so good about it. I'm feeling amazing about it. I have extreme confidence. We know exactly what we're going to talk good. about, yeah. what we're going to say on the subject of confidence. <laughs> Good lead in, yeah. I am too. Nailed it, I'm, crushed it. I'm good at this stuff. That was good. You did. You're confident in your ability yeah. to launch. Uh, <laughs> no, this, this is um, this is an interesting one. When we talk about confidence, I think that it, there's kind of um, uh, everybody has their different view on what it what it is, like what it is to be confident, um, what it is to come off as confident. So let's just let's just start there. I like to do this all. I like it when we set a baseline in regards to what is it, what does confidence mean to you mm. right when you're confident in something and, and just for the record you're going to end up hearing this word a lot confident and confidence a lot in this one because that's what the topic is when you're confident in something what does it look like what are the feelings that you get right mm -hmm. and i'll say mine so you can think about yours but to me when you're confident in something uh you you sort of have this you don't have to think about your ability to deliver whatever that something is it could be, uh, it could be like for me, like public speaking, we can all expand on it later, but I'm very confident in my ability to do public speaking, uh, at work when it comes to bringing calm out of, out of chaos, I'm confident in my ability to do that. And what that means is that when those situations arise and I find myself in these places, I don't have to think about it. I can just, it's not something I need to worry about or, or stress over, it doesn't mean that I phone it in, but it does mean that I, I'm aware that, okay, this is actually in my wheelhouse. This is a strength I have. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm going to move forward with it. And if I find myself in a, in, a, in a place where I can help others with this, I'm also confident in my ability to do that as well. So it's quite literally, the less I have to think about whatever the something is, uh, likely that's the more confident I, I am in that something. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I think when I'm confident with something, I have zero anxiety about doing it. Yeah. Right. So if you think about your anxiety levels, it's like like when you are traveling to somewhere you've never been, start to get anxiety because you're not confident. You're not confident that you know what you're doing. Right. Like even, oh, you go into a new store and you have to look at the maps and you're not confident with the drive and where you're supposed to turn and all that stuff. It's small stuff. Small yeah. Stuff. But those things are prime examples of like, okay, I'm not confident. So therefore I'm going to start to feel a little bit of anxiety yeah, about it. That's right. Fair. Where, where it's like, you give me something and I know I'm, I'm good at it. Right. Like solve a, pro a problem or whatever, a technical problem. Even uh, I'll be like, yeah, this is my wheelhouse. I'm good. Like I'm, I'm ready to do this. There's zero anxiety behind it. Yeah. I just jump right in. So I think, yeah, maybe I measure confidence level through anxiety. <laughs> no, I, 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 I dig that. I, I really do. I think that was like arguably, uh, a far more astute definition of it um, than the one I gave, because when you when you relate it to the presence uh, uh, of anxiety, the presence or, or absence of anxiety, then you're given it almost like a measurable component, you know, mm -hmm. and and you're right that like the less anxious I feel about something that I'm about to do is a direct relation to how confident I am in that something. Mm -hmm. And so for example, let's, let's switch it up a little bit. Um, if when I have to solve, I'm not a really highly technical person. I've always been very honest about that. I've been very honest about that. I, I find people who are very technical. I, I hold them in high regard because I would like that skill set. And it's not like, I don't know what I'm doing. I do a lot of technical stuff, but in terms of the people where it's just, wow, they just see the world like the matrix and they just, they have it sorted out. I work with 
just absolutely some of the most brilliant minds. And I love it. Right. And it's this, I, I'm going to, I got to stop saying people's names, but I work with this. <laughs> I work uh, with these, these two girls who are data scientists and they are so smart. It is just, I, I just, I dig it. I dig it. It sucks knowing that if I was given that job, if they said, okay, Skiz, you're, you're actually, we're going to move you into a data scientist. I'd be like, oh my, and all the anxiety would yeah. overwhelm yeah. me. Cause I'd be like, I could dedicate a lot of time to that. I'm not going to get there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm not going to like data science is anybody who's listening and thinking about a future career. You can listen to your uncle skids. Data science <laughs> is going to be in huge demand in the, in the future, huge demand. I mean, big data is relatively new and data science is a very big thing. So there you go. A little inside track. Um, but they're so good. And, and it's interesting to watch their confidence in a world that's so very foreign to me. Right. But I work with these people uh, who impress me and then I'll do my thing when I do presentations, when mm -hmm. I do public speaking. And they're the ones who come to me and they're like, how do you, how are you so comfortable in your own skin? And I'm very happy to share it. So uh, that means that when they're about to do something like that, they likely feel, and I'm not talking about these two girls, I'm just talking about the people I work with in general. When they're about to do um, some sort of presentation, they feel that anxiety. They, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people I work with where when they have a presentation coming up days before they're talking about it, because it's all they're thinking about. It's, you know, and, and that's, it makes me, it makes me a little sad. And so I help them out and, you know, and do what I can. But the bottom line is they're not fully equipped for that. They don't have the, the traction that I have on it, the, the experience and all that. So, okay. I think we're leveled yeah. on, on what it is. Is there anything else you want to add to it before you move on? Well, I was just thinking of uh, like, you're going into public speaking and how you feel confident now. And I started to think, well, you would think that I would actually be totally comfortable public speaking as well, especially, you know, making YouTube videos and our podcasts or nothing mm -hmm. but talking in front of people. I mean, nobody's physically here in the room but us. But um, I thought back to what was it like when I was in college and professor called on me to to go up and, and do a, a, you know, get in front of the class and present or whatever. Mm -hmm. I absolutely hated it. Every single time I, I wanted to get out of it. I, I didn't want to go to school that day. I was... You know, I get up on stage and I'd just be sweating bullets and, and almost want to throw up. I was, you know what I mean? So, so I started thinking, okay, well, I used to have extreme anxiety about public speaking. How the heck did I end up here? And what happens is I think it's the subject matter. So I was invited to be on a panel at a MindCon like way back in the day. It was probably 2015 or so. 16. Um, it was even before that. It was, was it? There the was one, one there was one before oh, that okay, I was gotcha. on. It was it was with uh technical people with oh, gotcha. one. So okay. uh but I got asked to be on a, a like a technical redstoner panel at a minecon. And I remember like at the time I was like, Man, I haven't done public speaking. I've been in front of people physically and talking like this in ages, probably since school. And I started to get a little anxiety about it, started to get worried about it. Got up on the panel and it got going. And immediately I was comfortable and I was talking, you know, and, uh, and I was comfortable with it. I was like, oh, well, actually, I'm fine. Well, all of a sudden I'm good at public speaking. What's going on? Well, the reality of this situation is I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, I was on a panel talking about Minecraft Redstone. It was something I was comfortable with, confident in. And suddenly I was OK. I was like totally fine being up there. Whereas in school, it was probably talking on some sort of school subject that I wasn't totally confident in or whatever, just yeah. a presentation that I wasn't totally feeling well prepared for where, you know, when you're just up there and, and talking about something that's like in your nature and your blood at that point, like it was easy. It was fine. 
Yeah, but there's still a good amount of people that they can be the authority in what the subject matter is, but just the sheer notion about being in front of people and speaking, the actual yeah. public speaking piece of it is something that um that they struggle with, right? And 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 I think I I think that what that is a testament to that as long as you're confident in the material, then the public speaking piece you're fine with. Mm -hmm. And that's what it kind of leads to in, in my eyes, right? So so then we ask ourselves, you know, when why, why is confidence even a good thing? People think of confidence and we equate it with it being a good thing. And I, and I do, I believe it is. I, and I think we covered it pretty well, but when we really dissect it, how is it that sometimes confidence can actually be, it can be a bad thing. It, it, it can be, and that's, that's false confidence, right? That's yeah. when you really are in a space to where you have no business being confident in this. And I, and I think it's okay to uh, be okay with that. Right. So there's a line, this is another name it, um, Actually, I'm just going to tell you what it's from. It's it's a, a line from uh, The Office, right? I love The Office. And it's uh, from a character that was in two episodes total, two, maybe three episodes. He was His name was Vikram. And he was this Indian guy that Michael temporarily worked with in this call center because he had to make extra money. And this guy was brilliant. He just had this like this brilliance to him. And he was like where he came from. Like, he used to be a doctor like back in his hometown or whatever. And now he's working in this call center. And, uh, you meet him later and he's with, he's in the car with, uh, Pam and Michael had to go inside this building at one point and something, I don't know how they started talking about confidence, but, um, Pam says, you know, he's, he's, he's confident about this. He's something, something, something to that effect. And Vikram's response is he says, confidence, it's the food of the wise man and the liquor of the fool. <laughs> and I remember I'm like, okay, hold on. Is that something that's a phrase I never came across until this episode <laughs> or, or did the writers of the office come up with that? Because no it's brilliant. Did you look it up? Did you figure it out? I didn't. I never looked it up. I, so it, it might be a, a famous. Be a, yeah. yeah. Now Pam's reaction to it was that it was the first time she had heard it. And it was, that was very much the first time I had heard it, but it's one of those things to where it's, it's not cryptic. It's not overly, overly clear. It's also not cryptic, but boy, do you just get it right away? Exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. Right. And we've seen that before to where uh, people have, uh, some people have a tendency to be overly confident in matters that they have no business being confident in, right? And that's why it's the liquor of the fool. They think mm -hmm. all you need in order to do your thing is confidence. And it's scary because it they get they get away with it a lot. We talked about somebody we used to work with a while ago we, that we nicknamed the tap dancer. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is a dude yeah. that had no business being confident in anything he was doing. Yeah. He was as incompetent as they come, but boy, was he confident. You know what I mean? And because of that, he fooled a lot of people yeah. until it was too late and he was doing damage. Yeah. Until you get, until you get caught, right? You, 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 get, you caught. get caught in, in like a, oh, you said that you knew this and knew how this was going to work. And then suddenly that's not right. Yeah. You know, you carried yourself like you're the authority and yeah. now I'm relying on your authority. So there, in fact, here's a small example with that one individual and he's not a bad person, just so we're clear. But an example of that is that there's a certain skill set um, in the industry that I can't even remember what it what the task it's like it's not even Kaizen, it's something. It's about taking a situation and a very scientific approach to um breaking it down into what needs to happen or whatever. It's not project management, it's like a real deep science of project management. And I don't even remember what the verbiage is because it's just not it's not interesting to me. <laughs> but this guy was this guy was a black belt in it. 
They actually yeah. had belts. Okay. Yeah, so this for the record. This. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name either. I'm sure I don't either. I'm sure there'll, yeah. be, there'll be comments. Yeah. He was a black belt in it. Right. In which now what this means, now anytime there's any sort of, this is just me. Anytime there's um, any sort of certificate or some sort of article or label associated with a skill set, I don't think it means the whole story. I just don't. I don't think, you know, and just because somebody has a degree in something to me, that doesn't make them proficient right. in that area. It does mean that they're able to cross the T's and dot the I's to get there. Yeah, the book's smart and, and yeah. They're book smarter. They know how to navigate the system, whatever, yeah. right? So this guy was a black belt in whatever this uh, this was. And this is before I was like, I, I was kind of onto him at the time. But I kind of had faith in the system in regards to how people got their belts or whatever. I'm going to keep saying it like that, too, because <laughs> I, I don't like that it's being related to martial and everybody arts. Everybody that's got a black belt right now is going, oh, no, yeah. Martial arts. That's, no, not martial yeah, arts. Yeah. It wasn't martial I'm arts. I'm talking about the real stuff. It's, it's in this weird. I'm talking about the non-real stuff is what I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, so he was the black belt in whatever this was. Well, I had a project going on that was had gotten kind of out of control. Not my project, but I had done something that did well enough to where it was like, whoa, we need more eyes on this. It's, it's blowing up, right? We need, mm -hmm. we, we need, uh, so, and so somebody's like, well, go get so-and-so. And this is the guy we're talking about. He's a black belt. He'll dissect. I'm like, okay. And now part of me is like, Ooh, this might be a, a good chance to expose him. <laughs> so I asked him to, to lead this effort. And, and now he's like, yeah, okay. I can, I, 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 I can do that. You know? Oh, <laughs> so, so was there a stutter in his voice? No, I'm just, okay. I'm just saying, say, like, I'm demonstrating that I was picking up on that. He wasn't super comfortable that he was now being asked to actually do the work. Well, that, the reason why I asked that is because like, if, if he was like that, a little stuttering, and not just tell. like, yeah, yeah it'd be it'd tell that, uh, that him himself knew that he was full of it. No, it was, <laughs> it was, it wasn't a stutter, but there was an extreme lacking enthusiasm to do this and not because of the work. What he should be thinking is, oh, dude, I'm, I'm the authority and this is time for me to deflect. And, and I've never had to do this before, yeah. so I should be excited. We did the thing and what, what an unbelievable mess. Like, like, the, like literally he was trying to regurgitate as much of the stuff that he kind of sort of half-ass memorized as he could. At the end of the day, he had no instinct for it. He had no actual practice in it. He didn't, he didn't keep it fresh, his black belt that he did. He didn't, <laughs> he never, he never exercised any of that. It was that. more like a white belt. It was, it was like Isn't the they, white belt, the first one you're supposed to get and then yellow and then you, well, whatever. then you get a yellow tip it's and probably, get, it probably changes for every different type <laughs> of anyway. Yeah. But it was, a, that was a situation to where now your, your confidence that you were exuding on this is false confidence that you were exuding and giving to the ether has now come back to haunt you. And that, and, and I'm not suggesting that if you're not confident in something that you shouldn't give it a go. I'm not saying right. that I am saying that be, be cognizant of where you stand. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I got burned by this in the last podcast that we recorded because you asked me if I was sure the camera was on manual focus and, uh, it, was, oh, and, it, was, and it was good to go. And come That's to, different. Come to find out. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I set it to manual focus. I was confident in the fact that I was going to be perfectly in focus last yeah. podcast. Hey, Skiz here. Pausing the podcast entirely because, well, I edit these. I can do whatever I want. But in all fairness, I want to take this moment to clear up what you're about to see unfold. You see, Impulse was referring to his POV focus in the previous episode titled, Come on, man, that dives into the sucky things people do. I like that he's trying to take ownership here, but the truth of the matter is that he was in focus, and I messed it up when I recentered him. So his confidence was indeed intact, as it should be. There, got that off my chest. Enjoy the show. And then we get done with the podcast and check it, and I'm out of focus. Yeah. And we turn it oh, go into the camera settings and the stupid things on autofocus yeah. again. 
that's but that's, i was i was a hundred percent confident that i had t- put it on manual focus and uh and you manually focused me and we should have been good but nope yeah no good here i am out of focus again come it, on yeah that's but see that to me that's just that's a that that's was, a that genuine was, mistake that was kind of dumb luck that too. was the, that was unfortunate stupid cameras all right they hate me you shot you did it i did you it. did it is when you shot down. the camera Oh my gosh. You set it into autofocus when you shocked the camera. Hey, that th- makes sense because we talked about you. You sound really confident about that. <laughs> I'm 100% sure that is what set it into. Yeah. Hopefully, I found a way to work that into it. Um, Maybe. Obviously, we record multiple <laughs> we times. It was before we started recording. You got up and touched the camera and, like, I got set this. Oh. I heard it and saw it. It was huge. And the camera shut off. It did? <laughs> it, yeah, it, it shut off for a second and came back. See, I told you, dude, I have powers. You do. Man. You are you are powder. I'm powder. You're I'm powder. powder. I can't touch electronics. That. Yeah, and you did. It's your fault. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe that's that, what happened. Man, it just, it, I know it's getting off topic, but it just, it really bugs me when you and I, we do everything in our, in our power to like make this perfect yeah and then something stupid like that happens yeah and now we got to deal with the comments and the people and you know what we know it you know we know we sell the product but it's like we tried we really did you know what it ends up doing it ends up rocking our confidence yeah you know and and it's this is something that segue bro i really enjoy what we're doing (laughs) i really enjoy what we do here and you i know i know you are too um and one of the things that makes this work is that we're both on the same page that no matter how confident we are uh in where we stand we're never going to be happy enough we want to make it better yeah so we we do all we go through all these measures we do all this i mean you set a lot of this up last night we came in spent two hours fine-tuning everything and just to have you out of focus and (laughs) we end up it ends up rocking our confidence and that's not that like we you have to have the ability to calibrate because that that was a humbling moment Mm -hmm. right like all everything we did next thing you know we're like dude i'm out of focus like my heart sank and, and i was like yeah, we're now we're now we're now we're jokes. Like that's what goes through my head. Right. But you got to remember, there's a reason. If you go into like a like a news studio, it's not like it's two anchors and right before they sat down at their desk, they went and adjusted all the cameras. There's like teams of people who were constantly monitoring everything going yeah. on. You know what I mean? So like, there's there's I that's where I want to give. Uh, you got to give us leeway. <laughs> it still sucks. Don't get me wrong. But so for it, so I used to do the story times of skiz, right? Mm-hmm. And this is this is a good story in, in confidence. Um, I used to do the story times with skiz and that was a long time ago. And the first couple I did were okay. wasn't the greatest. And then I wanted to have more real estate to get more, um, animated with my body and stuff like that. So I had the camera on the tripod and, and then next thing I know that I, I bought myself a really fancy boom mic and did the whole skit and then went to, you know, do my magic on the computer. And I'm like, it's, I sound terrible. Like that, this mic sucks. Okay. Well, the next couple of days is trying to get that. Okay. Mike's no good. Let's go with a love. Let's get a clip on. Okay. I'll get a clip on. We'll do that whole thing. I order that. I get that thing going to have it run through my sleeve. So you can't see it. I make sure to wear a black shirt. So you can't see it on my thing and do the whole thing just to recognize that every time I moved, uh, I was able to get away from it rubbing on the shirt because I was good enough to think of that. But what I didn't realize what the quote was the quality of the cable wasn't the best. So I was getting like a static. Uh. I'm like, okay, so let's fix that and do the whole thing again. I'm, I shot the scene like six times and only to launch it and, and edit it and, and like put it on, on YouTube. And a lot of people liked it, but I was like, this video sucks. This is like, this video sucks. I ended up taking it down. Like, like that. I really enjoyed making the story times with skizzes 
But my journey and that when people don't realize is like how much of my life is dedicated to just making that backdrop with the shelves and moving my bed over and that yeah. whole thing. And to go through all of that only to create a product that to me was just awful. You want to go, you want to talk about a roller coaster of confidence. I was like feeling really good because of how many people liked the story time with skiz. And then I made that piece of crap. And I was like, and I took it off YouTube. I ripped it off wow. YouTube because I was so disgusted by it that anytime I would see its thumbnail, it would like conjure up these, you know what I mean? So this is, this talks about how, how like a weight, like a, 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 when confidence is a moving target, you need to be aware. You got to keep, you got to be healthy yeah. about it. That was an unhealthy response, but I'm not putting it back up. <laughs> that thing sucked. It happens with me, even with something like Minecraft. Yeah. Like I'll go through those waves where I feel like, man, I got this. Like, you know, I, I've been pushing myself to be more of a, of a builder. You know, I started off totally technical redstone and I, I saw all these people building amazing things around me. And I'm like, I want to learn how to build better, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'll ever just be a natural born block artist like Pearl yeah. uh, and, and Scar. And we have a lot of great builders on the server. Can't get it in all their names, but um, I would push myself. And then I'd get to a space where I'm like, dang, yeah, that looks pretty good. I'm starting to feel pretty good. And then like Minecraft keeps evolving like everybody keeps evolving and getting better and better. And then like another couple months go by and I'll see something that scar builds and I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm nowhere close to that. Confidence goes down a little bit. You know, it's, it's again, a comparison thing, thief of joy and all that. But, but like also then I'll push myself to get even better and then eventually I'll get a little bit better and I'm like, get confidence. And the next thing I know, somebody's out building me again and, and it comes back down. So I've, I've been going through those waves as well. I mean, and also just creative block happens too. So that's completely different. But. Yeah, that's different. What you need to be doing is you need to, um, your, the, the whole, you know, comparisons to thief of joy is very real. You need to be in your, you need to be confident in your ability to trend in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I'm, I'm watching what you're building and it's, it's, it's magnificent. Like a lot of the stuff that you're building is so good. And it's probably doesn't mean a whole lot coming from somebody who is a terrible builder, but I know what I like. Camel bubble is awesome. Man. Yeah, shit, that was a giant camel yeah. made out of bamboo. <laughs> that was, that was not easy, but that was, I mean, that, that wasn't creative. It had already been designed by yeah. Minecraft. And so yeah. I just, you know, but, um, but I, I remember, so like, like my building's not very good. It's there. I'll have my moments here or there, but I remember when I was on legacy, I was trying to build something and it was so bad. I was like, I, I'm going to, I'll make a joke out of this. And so I had a whole montage of like a replay mod montage time-lapse of me building this thing to this inspiring music. And you know, the viewer's eye is like, what is he building? And it was so bad. You actually see it, me tear it down and rebuild it. And then I'm like, I made the joke out of it because what I did was I finished it and I instantly cut from the time-lapse to me and it in the background and me going, this thing sucks. You know what I mean? Like it was because it was so bad. And then I brought Pearl in to help, you know, yeah. fix it up. And I was able to make something out of it. She helped you talking about bringing in some smirkers. That's when she taught me about smirkers. Yeah. Like her favorite block smirkers. <laughs> and, uh, but no, but that was, but see, that's, what's interesting is what I ended up doing was, um, using my confidence to create content with anybody and make anything funny and entertaining mm -hmm. and being like, okay, well this, th what I just built looks so terrible. That'll be my fodder. That'll yeah. actually be the fuel of what this next segment is going to be like. And what a lot of people don't know, and I, I feel like I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I, I know, I know some people do. I have talked about it. Um, we're all aware that pearlescent moon is like the sweetest girl in the world. Like mm -hmm. she is like the nicest. She is like 
overly humble. If anybody deserves to have some arrogance, it's her because she's so good at, at the building. She's so artistic. And um, I had asked for her help. And the scene I had set up was, I was like, I want you to be dogging me on this. Like, like, and she's like, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Pearl, it'll be fine. Trust me on this. I was like, like, we'll start. I'm going to put you up on a pedestal. And yeah, I want you throwing garbage on me as I ask for your help. And, and she did a good job, but it, that was my way of being like, I'm aware what I just built sucks. I'm okay. We don't need yeah. to, we don't need to be like, like cautious with my feelings here. It's garbage, but now let's have some fun because I had it. A, a, an actual confidence in my ability to take that awful moment and turn it into something entertaining. Yeah, well, you you had not a lot of confidence in your building, but you had a lot of confidence in your your ability to produce humor. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you, you just said, okay, I'm going to take this situation and and just make it funny. Yeah, because you had the confidence in, in doing that. Yeah. So you just changed where the spotlight was. Not about the build. It's about the fact that you're making a joke about the build. Yes. Nobody absolutely. cares about the build anymore. It was just a. It was just a set piece yeah you know for for your your skit that's right that's right yeah that's right and and that's you know and so now and we've covered what confidence is we've covered what it is to have false confidence what is something that you're you're le like legitimately confident in hmm it's got to be something technology related yeah because i've always just i've <laughs> well i'll back up a step i found a book the other day i think my mom did one of those things where she was like cleaning out an old closet or whatever and just found a bunch of my old stuff mm. and just brought it over one day and said, this is your stuff. Take it. I don't want it in my house. <laughs> and, uh, and so I shoved it in a closet as well, but I was cleaning that closet out the other day and I found a book from third grade. I remember this in third grade, we went to some kind of book fair thing and we were allowed to pick one book each off of this table. And as I sifted through all the books, there was this book on technology and I picked it up and it was about computers and how they're being used in airports and all this different stuff. And it was my my first introduction to computers and technology. But I was in third grade and I knew right then when I grabbed that book that it was going to be a, a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, fast forward. It's what I went to, to college for. It's what I worked at a company for 17 and a half years doing. And we're still way into technology even being content creators right like we have to be we have to know how to do video editing and photoshop and install minecraft mods and and all this stuff there's still a lot of technical pieces and learn how camera gear works sometimes and uh <laughs> so <laughs> sneak that word in there i'm so frustrated yeah. um so yeah i'd say i'd at this point like I know I'm kind of the go-to guy. Like anytime you have a problem with technology, yep. you kind of come to me, right? Yep. So I feel pretty confident in my ability to solve like anything in a technical space. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, I remember, and I think you're, you're, you have a confidence in me in regards to my ability to like tell a story or, or yep. a storyboard. I remember back when, you know, your channel was still ramping and you wanted to make a commercial for your channel and you're like, can you help me with this? I'm like, absolutely. Let's rock yeah. and roll. And so, you know, we, we storyboarded the whole thing and I, found, I remember finding it interesting in that moment because what I was, so you built my confidence in that moment. I don't you weren't trying to, but you built my confidence in that moment because I thought I was good at storyboarding. I, I did. I, I mean, I went to school for, for, for a little bit. Um, I, I know what it is to have a vision in this world and, and see the end state. I get that. Right. But here you were trusting me with your channel. Um, and so I put together something that like I, the storyboard I wrote for you was very deliberate, right? I was like, I want 
people who see this commercial to understand all the different dynamics that your channel offers. So I, you know, we're going to talk about your builds. We're going to talk about the things that you're a part of. We're going to talk about the humor that's involved and, and all that. And uh, I wrote a script that you were going to speak to. And I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but you had all these different inventions and these machines, like they're, they're just awesome. And some of them were the expender. I remember, remember the expender mm -hmm. that was like this really huge XP build that you made with Enderman that was just had a daunting look to it. So I was like, I want you to say it like this. You know what I mean? Say it with this dark. I mean, you had to say it a couple of times. And then the next one was a potato, a, a potato, uh, carrot, carrot and wheat, wheat. farm. <laughs> right. And I was all, that's like, that's like so ridiculous. Like what you like, like, it works very well, but it's a ridiculous thing, but it's funny. So I want you to say it with kind of an upbeat thing. And so dude, you questioned nothing <laughs> like you were just like this is what he does i i've seen him do it i got it and and like i'm just going to do whatever he says i remember being like i'm expecting pushback at some point but there was none it was like it was you just were like whatever whatever you think i should do i'm going to do that i remember mm -hmm. being like so honored and i remember being like my confidence was already kind of high in my ability to do this holy smokes it's really high now. Like, you know what I mean? So like you yeah. ended up building my confidence in that <laughs> chapter without even uh, knowing it. Yeah. I mean, you always crush it. So you have, you have every reason to have confidence in it. You know, it's like, what, what was that podcast where you're like, okay, just stare at the, stare at me for 10 seconds, <laughs> yeah. deadpan face, yeah. and then stare at the camera for 10 seconds, deadpan face. And, I didn't even bother to ask you what the heck this was for. I just did it. <laughs> you just did it. It was funny. And if you remember, here's the, we're talking about the Christmas one. We had the Santa hats on. Yeah. And uh, I said, hey, we, let's get some Santa hats on. And and you didn't want to at first. And you're like, oh, I'm like, you got some Santa hats around here. You're like, no. Nah. And I'm all, well, now I know you do. So just get them, you know, and you're like, let's not like. And I think I was just being lazy. I didn't want to have to you go, to go fetch them. Yeah. But you're like, we're going to wear them the whole time. I'm like, yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be funny. Like, it'll be good. And, uh, and you're right. And when I wanted to do the, the deadpan stuff in the beginning, like you, you were not like against it by like, you just were like, let's, what, what do you want me to do? Look in this camera, do de deadpan. Now what does, what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, now look at me and I'll look at whatever. And I know that big party was like, what are you up to? Mm -hmm. Like, what is this? But I was like, I know what I want this thing to be. And the responses in the comments of that is that, that, that intro, <laughs> it was, it, it turned out to be exactly what I was going for. And the fact that it was all, and, and people who only listened on audio didn't get to experience it. Right. Obviously I cut it out because uh, yeah. it just would have been silence for 20 seconds. Everybody checking the volume on their audio players. Exactly. Why isn't the podcast yeah. started? And it, I liked it because typically we start um, every episode. I started by doing a snippet of something that's in the episode and then go into uh, Richard Thornton's jingle, right? Mm -hmm. The, the, uh, the infant skids jingle. But this was one that I was going to enjoy because it was deadpan, deadpan, more deadpan, more. And then they're both, we're both deadpan and then right into the song. And I was like, I just know what this is going to feel like, you know, and <laughs> you're right, dude. You, uh, you're a good friend, man. You're, and you're a good, you're a good partner in this world because you're just like, what, what, what do you want from me? What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. I trusted that it was going to be good. And even, you know. The funny thing is, like, even after you explained it, like, then you did, like, later explain. I was like, so what was that about? Uh, you explained that you were going to do that. And then part of me was like, like, I don't know if that's going to work or not, but I, he'll make it work. Like, I just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, in my mind, I couldn't see it coming together, but I knew in your mind it worked. You had it figured out and it was going to work and, and it was going to, uh, as people saw it, it was actually going to be funny and, and people, you were going to get positive. Like, you just knew that you were going to get positive 
feedback when part of me was like, like, I don't, I don't know if I could pull that off. There's no way. Like, well, I'll tell you the, um, that's part of it was, I don't know if you remember, but the, the initial dissolve in, which is a fade in, if you will, um, was very slow and very subtle for, for, for that purpose. I didn't want it to be jarring. Like it was just like, I, it was, it sounds so crazy and so arrogant, but I wanted that initial deadpan. I wanted that dissolve to be slow so that the human mind was like, okay, what do we got here? As this, oh, <laughs> come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you it got just a, you had a vision in, for this stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it was, and it felt good. And, and, and I will say this to all the comments. Um, I, I thought there'd be comments about that. It made people laugh. I didn't expect it to have the overwhelming response positive response it did and it made me feel like a million dollars yeah, you know nailed it. Crushed yeah. it. that was fun that yeah. was fun <laughs> i want to do more of that let's um let's talk about things that we're not confident in because like plenty this, of there. this is gonna be this is gonna come out kind of weird but um this podcast was not something i was super confident in and me it's neither. not just because it was new to me but i i knew i knew that y- you would be good at it so like you saying that you didn't have confidence kind of throws me a bit but because we have done things like this in a way, like in a different scenario, like back in when we used to do those quad view SMB streams oh, yeah, yeah. on Twitch, like way back in the day, probably 10 years ago, almost um, we would have a segment that we called the deep end yep. where you would bring up like a super serious subject and we would all like chime in on our thoughts on it. And it was very podcasty. Like you were, you were doing a video hmm. podcast well before it's time actually um and so i remember during those sessions wow i never thought about it like yeah that. you invented yeah. the podcast no that's definitely uh, not true <laughs> so yeah. i remember during those sessions like you were you always like had so much insight and value to add to the conversation where when it when it got to me i was i felt like i did okay you did great but i was did i was great. very i was a, i was a little uncomfortable at times doing it because i felt like you know i i don't really have the best things to say i'm not super insightful like you i couldn't hold a candle to to what you had to offer on that and so based off of that experience when we decided that we wanted to do the podcast i i felt like this is gonna end up being the same thing where you're gonna absolutely crush it every single podcast you're gonna be super insightful have like amazing stuff to say and i'm just gonna be some dude who fills some airtime you know and, and probably doesn't have that much to to offer well you've seen enough Damn, you don't think that anymore You've seen I think I, I I still think you're definitely ahead of me, uh, like carrying a little bit uh, in a good way. And uh, but I do think I'm doing I do think I'm doing absolutely. You think okay. you're doing, you're doing yeah. great. You're doing great. I, and I've said this before to where uh, as I'm editing, I'm like, dude, skiz, why shut up? You know what I mean? Like, what do you shut up? Like, why are you rambling you're so good, long? You're a storyteller, man. You're yeah. good, and you're a good storyteller, and you know it. So there's no reason to cut yourself short when you have something great to say. Well, but there is a little bit of a reason when I'm not the only one in the room. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what I'm talking about. And your patience is second to none. And and I'm not suggesting that you have reason to be impatient. What I am suge- suggesting is that there, if there was some sort, you know, like um, Minecraft has. Um, statistics on how many sheep you've sheared and how many zombies you've killed. Mm-hmm. If we had like a word statistic, <laughs> oh man! Like I think the ratio is pro- around five to one. You know what I mean? And it's it it makes me like to the point to where, uh, as I'm editing, you can I you, I can just see it. If I if I want to grab a clip from you or gl- grab a clip from me, I just I can see it from a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that clip is really fat. 
That's me. That means I didn't shut up for a long time. Yeah. I think. Maybe oh, right. Three, yeah. Because yeah. in the editor, you're switching the back and the forth. camera exactly. angles. And so you can see all these are your camera. All these That's are my right. camera. And, and you're just filling the timeline. Yes, dude. And it, and it's like, it's like, if it's, if it's an inch wide, that's probably me. If it's a 16th of an inch, it's you back to an inch, back to a 16th. <laughs> and so, and it, like three times, maybe I'm like, okay, that's me. Let me grab this. Oh, that's him. Yay. You know what I mean? Like, like every <laughs> once said a, something. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. All right. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's. <laughs> I, and I tried to tell you this too, cause it's been, you've brought it up and I, and I, I really think that it's a good thing. You know, it's like, if I don't have a lot to say on a particular subject and you do, please carry because the, a podcast with just dead air would suck. Yeah, no, you're not <laughs> wrong. And there's actually, there's been some times where it's, um, you have a lot to say about whatever it is. And in those moments, oh, I love it. Cause you go and you just go. And, I, and I'm just like, I'm just not, I'm just going to relax and just enjoy the show right now. But you have, you do have to be very comfortable. I think that's normal. I do. Yeah. I think it's normal. Um, I want to tell you about an interesting story of mixing the world of confidence and great lacking confidence together. This is an interesting one. Okay. So we covered how my, my, my vision on my ability to speak public publicly is a, it's, it is a, I think I'm very good. I do think I'm very good. And I'm quite literally talking about speaking in front of crowds and stuff, right? I've done enough. Um, I've been, how about this? I've been approached enough times in my life um, after doing some sort of public speaking event. Uh, I've been approached enough times by people telling me this is what I should do exclusively is speak publicly. I've been approached enough times to realize maybe I am very good at this. You know what I mean? And so it feels good. It took, you know, that's, that was something you don't, whew, Talk about being falsely confident. That's something you don't want to be falsely confident yeah. in. And so I felt comfortable um, in the beginning, but as time went by and I was approached as much as I would, I started to feel like maybe I'm actually like, like way above average in this. Maybe. So there is a, uh, an event at our work that's held um, every X amount of years. And it's, it's, it's called IT TLC. And, um, what it stands for is it, which is information technology, it technical leadership conference. Now, what it's supposed to be is the technical leaders of our business, which, you know, is a global, huge, global, global mm -hmm. organization. These are the, it's the cream of the crop. It's, it's the technical leaders of this world coming to speak about things that they've done. Well, skiz road and abstract to enter. And I was like, careful careful because what I wanted to do was talk about something that I had created. Right. But I was like, careful because you're also a good writer. And if you get accepted into this, you might not belong because this is the, this is the best of the best of the best. That's mm -hmm. who's there speaking. And I was like, and because, because as confident as I am in my ability to speak, my ability to write, I'm equally as unconfident in the technical world. It's just not my gig. Yeah. It's not my gig. It, you know, what I created, I was, like my, my vision of what I wanted to happen, but I had to use the brilliant minds of others. And believe me, I make sure all their voices are said or all their names are said, except for one. I blew it oh, later. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a whole he different story. Himself to sleep that night. <laughs> no, he, that's a different story. Anyways, <laughs> I write this abstract and I, and I read it back to myself and I'm like, this is good. This is going to get people's attention. So skiz, you got to ask yourself if you get invited, if you get invited, you like you, are approved and you win and you're invited to come speak at this thing. Do you really belong there? Because this, you don't belong there. Well, I submitted it, man, because I, I also like to play with fire. I like to swing and mm -hmm. I, and I won and I was invited to go. I remember what state it was in. I had to go travel and 
there for a couple of days and I had a specific moment that I was going to be speaking about this item. So I realized, okay, all right, I'm not a technical person. I'm, this is the cream of the crop. They're all going to sniff me out immediately. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, this dude is smoking mirrors. You know what I mean? But what I created was real. I just did it through other people. You know what I mean? That's, that's like, this is what I want to happen. This is how it has to happen. Blah, blah, blah. So I do that my, and I decide to turn my public speaking event into, I will talk to you about the technical piece. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Cause I, I'm not going to lie. I know, I, I know what's going on here. Any more details that they want to have answers to, I'm going to tell them to approach me afterwards and I'm not going to make that stuff up either. I will get them the answer if they're curious, but my thing is going to be about the journey. I want them to hear the journey because the technical stuff here of what was created, I could give a crap about. Mm -hmm. I want them to hear about the journey and I want them to see how this is directly applicable to what they have to offer because they're, they're so, so I decided to turn it into like a motivational piece. Wow. That's risky. That's not what this venue is about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, so I, I put it together and I didn't phone this in. I rehearsed it a lot and I just, I felt confident all of a sudden I was like, this is good. I'm not confident that it belongs here because I've never been to one of these conferences before, mm -hmm. but I am confident that it's not going to fall on all deaf ears. I think it'll be good. So I went and I did my thing and um, it wasn't like uh, I, they could have, it, it was only like they had, it was kind of interesting, bro. I had a room, right? There's a bunch of rooms where this is happening all over because the people come from all over the world to come do this. My room could seat like 30 people, mm -hmm. right? And, and there was like exactly 30 people. Like every seat was taken. They couldn't fit any more people in. It's not a big room. If they wanted 300 people, I'd have been fine. 3,000, I'd have been fine. Like the amount of people doesn't matter. In mm -hmm. fact, I could argue the more people, the more comfortable I am because the more they start to turn into noise or whatever. <laughs> but I had like 30 people in there. So it was, it was relatively intimate. I did my thing. And when I was done, I was like, I'm going to read their faces. I want to see as they're leaving the room, I want to see, are they anxious to get out of here? Are they whispering to each other? Because I have no choice but to be like, this, what is, this has no place here. You know what I mean? This is a motivational speech for this. Come on. So I was worried. I was worried, but I was confident I still did a good job. And I finished it. And um, I took some questions and I said, you know, thanks for coming. So I'm like, okay, now I'm going to watch them get up and walk out. Why aren't they walking out? Nobody's leaving. They're making a line. They're in a line. There's a line. These are the people that wanted to talk to me one-on-one -on -one afterwards. <laughs> I was going to say, they wanted your autograph or what? No, 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 no. <laughs> they just wanted to ask more questions. Wow. And I've, I found it really interesting because I was like, oh, I did not prepare for this. I thought that'd be like, uh, you know, we got a line of people waiting to talk to me. Interesting. I am very fascinated in this. And um, almost every one of them started off by saying that was amazing. You know what I mean? Because a big part of it, like my thing was get back on them. This is mm -hmm. about you now, you know what, what we did here, you know, but this is about the journey. You have something to offer and you're lying dormant for some reason. This is to wake you up. That's, that's what it was. Right. Yeah. And so they came, this is what I want to do. How should I get started? And it was, oh, it was really, really good. And then there were some technical questions that I could answer. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, cause you said, you know, oh, talk to me after if you have technical questions, was everybody in line, like just want to know the protocols of the device that you were whatever every once in a while uh, there know, was that like, it was that's what's interesting is that this this is what i needed to realize is that yeah there was some of that but very very little bit because if they were really that curious they, they can find those answers on their on their own and when they did have questions that were technical i was able to answer like all of them i think there was like one or two i'm like you know what i don't know let me get your name down i'll get that back to you you yeah. know what i mean so that that was an interesting situation to where i put myself out there because i was confident in my ability 
uh, to do the speaking part, to, to inspire the masses. I was, I was confident there, but the subject matter, was like, I don't, this is weird. <laughs> it was like a, this, it was a weird dynamic, you know what I mean? But I'll tell you this, I'm, that's one of my proudest stories because I, I was really uncomfortable going into that and I came out feeling like on cloud nine. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's, uh, like, did you ever, I wish you were there. You ever find yourself like falling back out of that? Like we talked about confidence can be a roller coaster, right? Like you've got tremendous confidence in your ability to, to speak in, in public now about things like that, like in being very motivational. Do you, have you had, have you had a situation where you've dipped since then? Or was that like the top of the plateau and you've been there ever since chilling and nothing uh, can bring you down? You know, no, I, um, you know, this is some crazy. I think the best speech I've ever given was actually a best man speech at, at, uh, at a, our buddy's wedding. And this is a very close friend of both of ours. And um, when he had asked me to be his best man, I was super honored because when I met him, this is somebody I, I, I mean, I've always held him in high regard. How can you not? And um, when he asked me to be his best man, I was, I was super honored. And I, you know what? It was crazy, dude. You know what's crazy about this is you want to talk about confidence booster um, his dad had recently passed away and his dad is just like the bee's knees, you know? And, uh, he, this buddy of ours, he's, you know, he's older than me. He's two years older than me, but he was like, you remind me of my dad so much, you know? And I, I was like, Whoa. And so mm. when he asked me to be his best man, I was just, Oh, I'm so touched. And, um, when I made the best man speech, um, I think I did a re- no, I know I did a really good job on that. Now I didn't go up there and wing it. And I, I didn't have cards. Yeah. And now if you have cards, it's nothing wrong with that, but I do it very differently. Right. I, I framed the whole memorized. thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. But it wasn't word for word. I just framed the sequence of events that I wanted yeah. to talk about and how they segued into each other and how I wanted to do the mood and, and take them on this ride. And my objective was I want people laughing through their tears, but I want the tears to be because this is real emotions, but I want them laughing through it. Like this is, this is going to be, this is going to be hard. It's going to be good. And so I put together this whole thing. Anyways, I did my best man speech and uh, as you can imagine, it wasn't like everybody there knew me, you know what I mean? There was a, it was a pretty big wedding. <laughs> I didn't know that this was a thing. Uh, they asked him afterwards. So where did you get him? And, and he's like, what do you mean? Like you could hire people yes. to give your wedding speeches? Because apparently you can. No way. I didn't. Apparently there's best men for hire. Like you can, <laughs> hot, dude, I swear I'm not making, I'm not, no, hold on. That would be one heck of a gig, man. Yeah, it'd, I know. it'd be like, it's like wedding crashes, except you're invited. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I've never looked into that, but I heard it was a real thing. I didn't hear about it until that night or whatever. And I'm like, what do you, what, what does this mean? He's like, dude, they think I hired you. Like, it was like the most, wow. I was, he's like, dude, like, like, so he's like, so here's the deal. And this is a guy that is as cautious as they come. You know what I mean? Like he really is a cautious, like, well, like deliberate person. And he knew where I was working. I was, we were working at the same place and he's the one who got me the job there. You know what I mean? And, uh, he's like, so here's the deal. And I'm not messing around. You need to quit your job now and you need to pursue this. This yeah. is you like you. And he's like, and he goes, do you have any idea how much money they make? And I'm like, dude, I have no idea how to break in. I don't know anything about that world. That's an entertainment based world. That's feast or famine. I got nothing. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so, um, I was super touched, but, uh, to hear about it. And then fast forward the clock, several years have gone by and we're at, um, their house and, uh, his wife is like, my family still talks about your speech. 
Yeah. Can you believe that? And I'm like, you're crazy. She's like, I swear. Yeah. She's like, it still comes up in topics sometimes. Maybe that guy, who is that guy? You know what I mean? Like that, that was the best speech ever. And apparently, I guess the DJ was, who was like, it? That was Skittles Man? Yeah, Skittles. Was that Skittles Man? <laughs> and I guess even the DJ who does this, DJ's Weddings, was like, and I didn't hear it, but somebody was like, yeah, I talked to the DJ. He's like, uh, I don't know what's going on here, but that's the best speech I've ever heard. Wow. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, so yeah, you belong on top of the plateau there. I guess so. That's that great. feels good, man. <laughs> so you're going to hate editing this one because I'm, I'm going to just ask you a question and you're going to go into to detail again. Do you find, do you think there's merit in the phrase fake it till you make it? Ooh, good one. Um, well, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. And, and I think the reason I think that is because as long as your intention is to actually get there, right. Um, go ahead and fake it until you make it. Because unfortunately we live in a world where people don't have a whole lot of patience, um, when people don't have that confidence. Mm -hmm. So if you are, if you are, uh, in a position to where you're not feeling as confident as you would like to, and you are exuding a little bit more confidence than you think is warranted in that moment, as long as you are still chasing, uh, that space to be into where now you are justified in feeling confident, then absolutely. That's mm -hmm. like, don't, don't put anybody at risk. Don't do that stuff, but there's nothing. Don't tear yourself down. Don't sit there and tell people, I can't do this. I'm bad at this. I'm guilty of this, dude. Yeah. Me, I am. I do this all the time because I want to get ahead of it. Like, hey, don't think I'm dumb when it comes to this, you know, the 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 syntax or this coding. I already know I am. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. I, I, like I actually, like, own it to that level or whatever. But I don't fake that world until I make it because I, I have no part. I want no part in it. But if I am in a, in for, there you go, the event management piece, right? When I first dipped my toes into event management, my very first gig ever, um, I had a good amount of influence, like in my first gig ever, I'm like, wow, yeah, lacking confidence will not be welcomed here. Right. So I had this confidence and it was like a fake it till you make it, but I just, I, I made it kind of quick. You know what I mean? So that was, that was good. Yeah. So I think as long, I think there's merit there. I think it's okay. As long as you are, you are keeping a, a consistent trajectory to get to where you need I, to be. I think you have to, you have to understand that, that you're you're actually faking it, you know, and not just like having false belief that you, yes, you know, something, there you right? go. that's the difference yeah. is, is you knew that, okay, I have to exude confidence because they need that leadership out of me. Yeah. Even though you knew internally, you didn't have that confidence because you were new and learning it, you know, yeah. but you had to just, you had to fake it in that instance to be successful. Yep. Sometimes I wonder if my entire YouTube career has been me faking it till I made, yeah. <laughs> till I made it, you know, because it's like, you know, when you're when you're doing anything that's new, you're not gonna have confidence, no. right? But you think I was gonna make a YouTube video that's like oh, I'm thinking about building something, but I don't think it's gonna look good. Yeah, like when I was trying to be a better builder, you know, you're not gonna like do that. I'm not gonna make a video where I'm self doubt yeah. and and like like the the real feelings that were inside at the time are just being spewed out of my mouth. You know, I wouldn't make a good video. Yeah, and instead. You, sometimes you 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 say you build something and you might be like oh it's not as good as so and so you know you got imposter syndrome and stuff going on but i'd be like that looks awesome you know what yeah. I mean? like like so yeah there you go you just okay if i tell them that it looks awesome then they're just gonna believe it yeah. even though, even though it's, i know it personally i could do better well you know so th the thing about it is that the reason it's i don't the fake it to you make it sound so awful but i understand what you're saying 
But when I'm talking about that, the world doesn't have a lot of patience um, for for a lacking confidence. That's very real because everybody is in preservation mode. We we just are all the time. What can you do for me? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's a, we we can dive into that. We're not going to. But everybody, what, what what have you done for me lately? What can you do for me? That's where they're at, right? So what we don't have patience for is people who are are, are lacking confidence, and I think that that it can be seen. And the fact that people who are genuinely confident, especially confident and competent at the same time, it's appealing. It's attractive. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like women are attracted to men who are confident. Men are attracted to women who are confident. Yeah. And, and I know that's not the case for anybody. Like, let's, if you're a man and you're attracted to women who are not confident, you suck. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 There's yeah. something deeper there. It means that you you're, yourself. You're, it means you're insecure. That's, that's absolutely right. <laughs> you're looking for somebody who, who you think you might be able to control. Manipulate, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You suck. Anyways, <laughs> I, I find, and that's one of the reasons like I've been so attracted to my wife for so long. She's, she's a very confident person. She's a very mm -hmm. competent person, very confident. She has her moments of lacking confidence like any human, yeah. but she has her moments of a lot of moments where she's confident and she has every right to be, you know, and that's, that's, that's interesting to me. That's, yeah. that's attractive to me. And I remember, I think I've told this story before too. This is an interesting one. I was uh, doing a, a, a performance, a drum performance um, with two other drummers and there was, it was a talent show, a big, big talent show. And so the, our drumming thing was just one of it. And so there's all these, and one of them was this, um, I think it was like East coast swing dancing or some, some sort of, but it was groups. Like it was literally like, like eight guys, eight girls. Right. And one of the girls, it was, I mean, she was just uh, undeniably gorgeous. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like troublingly. So it was like, it was like <laughs> distracting. Like that girl is gorgeous. And, um, and whatever. So we, I'm back in the green room and we had done a bunch of dry runs over the last week or so. And, and now I'm in the green room and it's the, it's the day of the performance. I don't remember. And I find myself in the green room with my two drummers and um, one of the male dancers. And, and he's like, you guys are awesome. And I'm like, thanks, man. And I was like, you guys, you guys' performance is good too. And I said, Hey, question, uh, who is dancing with that blonde? And they knew who I was talking about. She's like the only, only blonde in that group. And I said, and how are they focusing? And I was like, cause that girl is a knockout, you know, and I have no problem saying that it's okay to recognize somebody's attractive. And they both look at each other and they look back at me. They're all, you want to meet her? I'm all, no, no, no. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, that's not what this is. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm married. And like, you want to meet her? I'm like, I don't, I don't want to. And one guy's all, she's into you, dude. I'm all, what? Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I was super like, what are you talking about? And um, they start laughing. And one of them's like, she really likes your confidence. And it was because there's a partner drum thing where I move to front stage while both of them were on drum sets and I'm on the snare and I'm doing a solo and the um, rhythmic support to the solo is what they're doing on the drum sets and I'm just ripping it up on the, on the snare drum. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, the way I enter is with that marching style confidence or whatever and the way I'm able to own the drum and own that moment in the body and all that and I was much better shape back then too. Let's call it what it is. And, um, I do my thing and that's what they said. They're like, yeah, she's like, she likes your confidence. Now let's think about this. Women are far, um, far less superficial than men are when it comes to looks. They just are, they, mm -hmm. they, they, uh, they see more value in the person. And I, I think men see value in the person. I really do. But I think that, that while there's benefit and being a good looking man, I, it's, it's men are, I think, I think we're a lot more judgmental from a, a yeah. cosmetic standpoint. I do. I believe that. But, but, uh, in regards to how good looking 
I was and how good looking she was. It's like, what are you, we're not even in the same ballpark. You know what I mean? But it was the confidence is what got it all the way there. And that's what I mean is that when somebody, so now I'm confident in what I'm doing and then she's watching what I'm doing and I'm obviously very competent in the drumming piece of it. Yeah. So that everything kind of came together. Yeah, the two C's. The two C's, the confidence and competence. <laughs> C squared. Yeah, but, but the, hold on, everything's in threes. There's got to be a third one. Oh, you and your threes. That's right. Yeah, you better find another, another C. Um, competence, confidence, and cheese sandwich. Cheese sandwich. <laughs> I'm just saying, it cheese. makes the cheese makes anything better. But, uh, that, but, that, but there you go. There you go. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. really dissect. That. I find it super attractive. Like my wife has a lot of confidence in her ability to design things, you know, like she's got the, she started that Etsy business selling jewelry and yep. everything she's done. It's just been amazing. She's got nothing but five star reviews. Plug it. Uh, Desert Meadows design on Etsy. Go check it out. We'll put a link in the, in yeah. the, the stuff. Let's remember uh, to do that. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's got an amazing shop selling jewelry and, and like nothing, but I mean, she shows me all the time. Her comments are just, outstanding uh, and i love it i love i love the sparkle in her eyes when she gets that positive feedback because mm. she can see that like she's doing something that's just like getting getting these kind of reviews like like people love what she's doing i mean she designed this set that that we're sitting yeah. in on uh you know like we got the shelves built and they were empty and i i said do your thing and she went and got a bunch of stuff to make it look awesome um just she's got such confidence in in her ability to design things interior design and and now the earrings uh it's just jewelry uh that i i i've now lost my confidence in design because she's so good that i don't want to touch it <laughs> you, you know comparison when it <laughs> when it comes to yeah, when it comes to like you know when it's designing the the studio or whatever i was like there's a wall that's going to be behind me that's always on camera I'm not going to come up with a design. You do it, please. And she did. And she knocked it out of the park. Yeah. You know, it was our, it was our last set that we were, that we used to, Ugh. you know, four episodes ago recording. So cool. Yeah. Um, you know, other than the fact the building's not big enough, but yeah, <laughs> but she designed an amazing wall. So like, I just, you, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's that it's like seeing that sparkle in somebody's eye, like seeing their, their, their confidence and what they're doing. That's like super attractive. Yeah. Yeah. We dig it. We it's because that's somebody you want in your tribe. You know what I mean? That's you. This is, I, I think that now we were really digging down uh, into the, um, the psychological piece of it, but that's not psychology. That's not it. Um, more like the sociological piece of it uh, is there. You don't want somebody that is not value added to your tribe. That's their, their that's their liability at that point. Mm -hmm. Now they're a parasite. That is their skill. They're, they're a parasite, right? I mean, this sounds really, really bleak when I'm the way I'm saying it, but I think that the reason that we like um, confidence is because we associate it with being competent. Just turns out sometimes th that we're wrong, but we see confidence as um, a piece of, of, of competence. And I think that we, we, we dig it. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. dig it. I want you to be part on my team, be part of this tribe. You know, there, I think it was, I think it was Peyton Manning. Who's a really famous um, NFL quarterback. Um, when he was coming out of college, I don't remember what team, like, did he go right to the Colts? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But anyways, he was in conversations with uh, uh, one of the coaches on, on one of the NFL teams. And there was a potential of them hiring him. Actually, I think it was the ones who ended up hiring him. And he said, you know, that he was what he was going to bring to the team. And this is Peyton Manning. He's one of the greatest ever. And the coach said, why do I want you on this team? And, it, and this may have been in college for all I know. 
But his response was, because if you don't put me on this team, I'm going to spend the next. Oh, I know it was college, dude. I know this now. He said, because if you don't put me on this team, I'm going to spend the next four years kicking your ass. Like, <laughs> like it was like, whoa. And I mean, that, that what an answer. You know what I mean? I remember watching that and being like, so, and I might even be wrong about it being Peyton Manning. I don't think I am. I remember watching that and being like, okay, first of all, the reason that that worked is because they're talking to him because they've already seen he's got the skill set. Yeah. And you think confidence is a question? No longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you want that. Yeah. And, and especially a leader, you know, he's yeah. in a quarterback in, in football is the leadership role. Yeah. You know, like the two biggest roles on the team are quarterback and coach. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you got to have, you got to have, oh my gosh quarterback in, in the nfl that doesn't have, have confidence oh my god just, you, no, they wouldn't make it they wouldn't make it to even get there any elite position think about that any sport yeah. any sport any sport any anything at all take a, yeah. a ceo of a company yeah. Can you imagine a ceo is like well this duck's you kind of bad and i don't know maybe i was the wrong guy for the job here it's like <laughs> dude what are you doing like we we need we you know that now you really want to fake it until you make it because you're going to cause a panic yeah like you got it you're absolutely right though like the more elite um the position the more confidence plays a huge part in your ability to do it yeah yeah oh, crazy man so now so now and i know that we're running long but um it there there is such a thing as lacking confidence in something that you have no business lacking confidence in that thing i mean can you imagine I do believe I'm good. I do believe I'm a good public speaker. I do. And I, I now officially believe I'm a leader. Can you imagine if I was just like, I'm not a public speaker. I'm not good at it. I mean, that's actually annoying at yeah. that point. You know what I mean? Like it's, what, what, do you, what is this false humility garbage? You know, this, this, <laughs> knock this off. Like it's, there's so, so, but, but some people genuinely feel that way. Some people, and, and I got, there's a lot of people listening right now who are nodding their heads and they're like, that's me. There, there is something that they have been told a million times that they're proficient at, very proficient at, and they want to be proficient at that thing, and they're getting better and better, but they still think they suck. What is that? You got yeah. like you got it. You have I do, to. Make, I do that too. I know. You know, I just I did it today during when I said you know I was worried about how I was going to perform with this podcast and stuff, and and that was me not, not having enough confidence in my own abilities to 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 do this and do a good job at it. Mm -hmm. And I think I think what it is 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 there's we we just set a bar you know we set a bar so high that we think because we're not at that bar that we're not good enough and then therefore we lack confidence in it okay i'm gonna let's have some fun i'm gonna make you uncomfortable oh, good here we go <laughs> i i know that phase that is uh can we stop now yeah impulse here's my question to you no 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 hold on here is my directive to you Okay. And I can, if you want to take a few minutes to think about it, I'll edit out the few minutes. You are going to tell the world right now what you are better at than anybody, you know, I will need the few minutes. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll just look at the camera and anyone I know. Wow. I'll, make, I'll make goofy fa faces in the camera. Oh, tell me when you're ready. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, I'll make noises too for people on audio. Hey, hi, how you doing? Skills man here. Impulses, uh, thinking about what it is that he's good at, which is uh, there's here's a, for the record. There's like fifty things he. How can am pull I supposed from. to think about what I'm supposed <laughs> to think about with you rambling? That's a, that's a fair point. Okay, ready? Dead air, and I'll cut it out. Jeez, give me a hint. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Oh my goodness gracious. Wow. That was amazing. That was amazing. Dude, I don't know. You got me. How about this? If another minute goes by, you don't have an answer. I'll tell you what it is. All right. I think, I think I have something good. Yeah. I, I think it's to, it, it's my ability to pursue what I want. I think, I think anytime I have a, a goal, a dream, I'm going to go after it. I'm going to go harder than anybody could ever go after. That's, that's what I got. That's what I was going to say. Really? Yep. That's what you had in but, mind. But the way I was going to phrase it was your, your strength is point B. And what I mean by that is getting from point A to point yeah. B. You, you're at, whenever you're at point A and point B is where you want to want to be, boy, don't get in that dude's way <laughs> because there's, he's not going to maybe get there. He's going to get there. And when he gets there, then that becomes point A and he finds his next point B. It's why you've been able to uh, achieve so much in your life is because you are always at point A until you get to the point B. And once you get there, that's your new point A and you charge at it with this, um, uh, this ferocity that is that the right word? ferocity like ferocious. sounds good to me sounds got it's got i like it it's got itty in it if it's if it's not a real word it can be one now because yeah. it's awesome anything that's got itty <laughs> um it's i it's you have a kind of a the tenacity you you you're a point a you're gonna get to point b the options of not getting there are not on the table they're mm -hmm. not on the table so and 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 i'm not gonna make anything bad about it but to the point to where it's almost cost you dearly yeah. too right but, but, but it does make you like the, the, the best I know and likely the best, you know, and your ability to get somewhere. And I, like I said, it's, it, it's just, it's rungs on a ladder, dude. You know what I mean? You can't, mm -hmm. uh, you can't box jump to the top one. You got to do rung, 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 rung until you get there. Uh, and once you get there, then you can go up higher if you want and whatever you want to do. But uh, as you're doing that, you know, keep in mind what you did to get, sometimes you got to come down the ladder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you go up a ladder, you still need those rungs to be there. My point being they that they need to have a perspective of a per what's at the bottom. Well, still. a perspective of what's at the bottom, but moreover, um, being aware of what your journey has been. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like what you, what it took to get where you're at. Like, like you, you have a, I think you have a propensity to forget that all those rungs. Are like, yeah, I do. You just, I do. Yeah. I, but I, I think this podcast has helped too, because we, we end up, like bringing stuff up yes. that was part of the journey. And it's just like, these are like, cause I never reflect yeah. and now I'm almost forced to, as we bring up some subjects, I'm like, Oh yeah, that happened. You know, yeah. the, the, we're idiots. Oh yeah. I did that stupid thing. You know, there's like all these recalls happening as we get into these discussions and it is helping me kind of remember some of the journey. I brought up in a stream not too long ago that you and I were doing together. And when I brought it up, um, you're, you're, your your surprise your shock at what i had brought up was genuine enough to where i was like yeah he's not acting i, I was i was right he forgot about that you and i did a show a minecraft based show years ago on some server i don't remember what it was but we were sort of like the features of the server and then we would develop like we would do stuff on the server and then other people would come and build off it whatever i don't remember i don't care about what the server was but we were always building stuff and we built what we are one of our future dreams. And yeah. we, we built block for block, <laughs> a giant uh, structure of you and I doing a podcast. Yeah. This is years ago. Yep. And I was like, we have, we have a dream one day that we're going to be doing. I mean, we had the camera, we had the mics, we had our big stupid Minecraft avatars. 
And it was just us, like behind a desk. I think. I think it was a. I think it was a desk. I don't even remember. We're like, yeah, newscast. Yeah, style. yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. But but the bottom line is, like, we we knew that we wanted uh, to do this. And when I brought it up, you're like, oh my, I do remember I that. Totally, yeah, I totally yeah. forgot that we had the dream to be doing a podcast together. Yeah. Years ago, and then all of a sudden, here we are doing it. Twenty whatever episodes in, we're at now, and it's like. How did I forget that? Like that yeah. was in that was in our minds. Like it, maybe we sh- we should have pulled the trigger back then. We weren't ready. But uh, I also noticed I had like my goals for 2022 because every year I like write a list of what are my goals for that year. Mm-hmm. And so I was reviewing it as we were going into 2023 because I wanted to see what were my goals this last year. You know, did I hit them? You know, where you know, I always do a little little spot check. You know, and what I noticed was missing on the goals for 2022 was start a podcast with skiz it wasn't even on there (laughs) and i'm like what how did i not even list this you know what i mean so even at the beginning of 2022 i wasn't like it wasn't in my mind that that we were going to do this podcast at some point in the in the year we decided to just finally go for it after five it was probably five years that i want to look it up now it's probably five years that we decided we back then that we wanted to do a podcast together, and then we just forgot about it you know. Well, what happened was, and, and it, it never would have happened. We wouldn't be having this conversation and doing this podcast if you didn't build this guest house. Yeah, that's that was our catalog. Like as soon as like you were starting to build, I'm like, are you really? And and I think it, I think the way it went down was that you were like, yeah, I've, I pulled the trigger. I'm gonna I'm gonna build a guest house. And I think I looked at you. I'm like, well, are you really? And I think I think you look back. You're all podcast. I'm all yeah. yes. Like like we have a venue now. Finally have a space. Yes, and I it, it makes me so mad because I want I was like. It could be argued that we could have done it at my house a long time ago, but it, because I, my studio, if you will, is a, is a room. It's a good size room. It's a whole room because I'm, you know, my kids are older and they've moved out. And so mm-hmm. now I have these big rooms, but I also live in a zoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we There'd be came, a lot oh, of dog barking oh, during yeah. the podcast. That's all right. There was tile being cut the entire time we recorded today. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're finishing up the, the pool outside uh, and cutting tile. So I don't know if anybody heard it, but yeah. That's okay. But no, this, is, this has been a great space. Like. We changed from sitting in these very nice Herman Miller chairs in the last studio with a desk between us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fine. But like now we're chilling on a couch and I'm like completely laid back. And I just feel like this is this is a much better vibe. It to is. just like chill and chat and have our because this is like you and I just hanging out any any old any other day. You know, yeah. who, the only difference is we got a bunch of cameras on us and well, uh, lights and stuff. that and we don't have to prepare and fine tune our hangout for two hours before we that's <laughs> true yeah yeah but. so this is why i'm gonna leave it i'm gonna leave it with this um going back to the people listening and the things that you're lacking confidence in that you know you have no business lacking confidence in that area you have the information you have the data you know what it is so you know what it is um that you're very good at it's time for you to start um, recognizing how friggin' awesome you are. Yeah. You need to do that. That's, that's kind of why I was like, I want to see if you can, if you can do this, I kind of put you, under, it was under, hard. It was hard. It looked it how long re- it took. It you. was really hard. Yeah. And I, even then when you said it, you're all, um, I think maybe, you know, what's funny is <laughs> as I wish what I did was I wish I wrote it down on a sheet of paper. So there'd be no doubt in your mind that that was my answer. Pulled, remember that? Who was that guy? The the late night show way back in the day, he used, he'd have the envelope and have a word in it. That's and, Johnny Carson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah he could have pulled one of those. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because you actually, I can't believe. I sure hope it is. I'll tell you that because I got I got lit up in the comments last time, and I deserved every bit of it. Um, when it wasn't, it wasn't. What was it? Wasn't the podcast? No, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was. when you got the uh, the artist wrong. Yeah, I I said I, the, I said um, Lenny Kravitz, yeah. and it's it's Jimi Hendrix. I said I yeah. said Lenny Kravitz. I'm all, what just happened? You know what I mean? I was like, like I uh, I uh, I didn't help either because I wasn't actually thinking of that song when i said pardon me i was thinking of incubus pardon me okay yeah, yeah you weren't thinking pardon yeah so me, when you jumped into the Jimi hendrix like bow, 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 it, bow, it took bow, me off guard and so i was like i wasn't even in the mind space to be like actually no that's Jimi hendrix sorry bud uh, <laughs> i did that again like so now my confidence in music is shaking oh no <laughs> there it goes down to the ground i deserve it that's fine uh, but yeah everybody everybody that's a good point everybody uh try to think about you know Give give yourself the same question Skiz gave me, and see if, see what you come up with. You yeah. might you might shock yourself because it, I'm not one to you know we talked about this in faults. You know I'm always looking at the negative, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as my wife pointed out. Uh, so I'm not one to like really invest in looking into what are some positives about me and 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 that I have you know in my nature and what do I have confidence in and stuff like that. So it was actually kind of nice to to open that vault. Good. a little bit. Good. I dig that. And so not only is the challenge to, um, you know, really get deliberate about the things that you're good at and don't accept anymore that you're not having the right confidence, have the confidence in it, do it, just start to work towards it, recognize what you're good at, realize how great you are, but also use this as an opportunity to get vocal with others and things that they're great at. You know yeah. what I mean? Things that you recognize that they're great at and, and help boost them a little bit because confidence, I mean, let's, let's say it again. Confidence is the food of the wise man and it's the liquor of the fool. So when it's food for the wise man and it's meaning it can be used in a very healthy, productive way, it can't be ignored. It's huge, man. Yeah. It's a very, very big deal. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even know what kind of impact you can have on somebody. Yep. You know, like, like you said, some of the things that I would say, you know, go to you for, and it just triggered that confidence in you. So you, you can actually be a good friend to somebody and, and help trigger their, their confidence just by by putting some faith in them and, and utilizing whatever their their skill set is that they might be trying to build confidence in. Yep. Let them know that they're doing a good job. It could be that simple. Man, that thing you did, that was awesome. Yeah. That's all it takes sometimes. Yeah. That was amazing. That yeah. was amazing, right? So it's you know what? It's <laughs> you my challenge to you impulse now that you've you you vocalized what you're better at than anybody else and there's it should mean something that I was thinking the same exact thing. Um, recognize when people around you, like, you know, when your fellow hermits are, are, are maybe going through their own struggle on, on something that has to do with somewhere they want to be or something they want to do. And they're, they're falling flat and they're losing steam or whatever. Get in there, get Mm -hmm. in there, get vulnerable, go, go be their champion, go help them get there. And because what you're going to end up doing is you're going to drive home the fact that you do have this skill set. It's, it's relentless. And then you're going to put them in a position to where they just feel better than they have in a very long time. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll just, take that challenge. Yeah, look for that stuff. <laughs> Man, we went long on this one and and it's super funny because when we discussed what are we talking about today and you said confidence, I was like, I have no idea how, <laughs> how we're gonna fill a podcast length episode with talking about confidence is good, it's attractive. And here we are over an hour in. Yeah. And it was like, where'd that hour go? That went by so fast. That was like such an easy and fun conversation. I hope everybody enjoyed it. We'll just wrap up here. It was great. Do you guys do your thing, everybody go tell your friends, all that stuff. Do your we, stuff. Yeah. We're going to keep going and, uh, I try to be in focus every week.
<laughs> See you guys later. See ya.